Today's shiur is Nazir Daf Mem Gimel. Fifteen lines from the top, almost in the middle of the omit. Before we begin the actual Gemara, we'll gl- we will glance at the side where we have a nose, a topic heading, which reads as follows: Machlokis Tanoim, a Tanaic disagreement. B'mahu hamoker diisur tumas meis maschil mishas moisoi. From where do we know that the defilement and the prohibition of a kohen or a nausier to defile to the dead begins at the point of death? One posuk is lehechalo, another posuk is bemoisam. We're going to see then a machlokis amoroyim and how they react or how they uh, interpret this machlokis tanoyim. As far as Rabbi Yochanan is concerned, there's no halachic difference between the two opinions. It's just, where does each one see that point from which Pasuk? According to Reish Lakish, there's a practical halachic difference between the Tanakamo and Rebbe. According to one only at actual full death is their defilement. According to the other, even in the state of Gesisa, the throes of death, there is already defilement. In other words, a Kohen or a Nozer would be prohibited to go into the same room as an individual who is experiencing Gesisa, the, the last moments of life. The Gemara. Tonu Rabbanan. Lehechalo. This is taken from the Posuk in Vayikro, Perak Chavalov Posuk Dalin. On the side, we've written the Posuk, Lo Itamo Baal Viamov Lehechalo. And this Posuk is in the context of the prohibitions of defilement with regard to Kohanim. And what we say regarding Kohanim will apply equally to Nozir and vice versa. So the Tanakama says, Ad Sha'o Shiyomus. The, there is no defilement until the point of death. Rebbe Omer, he quotes another posuk. This is a posuk in the context of Nozir in Bamidbor Perek Vov Posuk Zayin. Lo Yitamolohem Bemoisom. And he darshans Ad Shiyomus. Tuma is experienced at the point of death. In other words, there is a prohibition upon a Nozir not to defile himself to the dead. My binai, what is the difference between saying lehechalo ad shiomus or uh, like Rebbe says lo yitamol lehem b'moisom ad shiomus? It seems seems to be the same words, even as far as the halachic conclusion is concerned. So my binai, what's the difference between the approach taken by the Tanakama and the approach taken by Rebbe? Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Mashmois Dorshin Iko Binahu. Rabbi Yochanan says there is no halachic difference. It's just where do you derive ad shiomus? From the Tanakama derives it from the Posik in Vayikro Lehechalo, and Rebbe derives it from the Posik in Bamidbar. Reish Lokish Omar Goises Iko Binayu. Reish Lokish says there is a practical halachic difference between the two opinions. Lamad Yomem Lehechalo, according to the Tanakama, Afilu Goises, there would be a prohibition of defilement, even if the Subject happens to be a goseis and not an, not an uh, not a total corpse. Goseis meaning in the state of uh, the, in the throes of death. 
the last moments of life. Even at that point where uh, the uh, person still has the uh, signs of life to him, but he's in the throes of death, he uh, he, uh, uh, casts defilement to those in his midst, to those in the same room. Bimosam, the uh, approach taken by Rebbe, the Darshan's Loyatamalem Bimosam, Ad Shiyomus, in only at the, at the point of actual total death, then there is defilement, Goses Lo. But Goses does not impart defilement. Ulaman de Omar, now what the Gemara is going to do is going to evaluate each opinion and what does he do with the fact that there is the other Pasuk. The markings that you see highlight uh, the word Hoksiv. You can see that we've highlighted with a uh, crown shape. And uh, the dashed underline will highlight the expression Lema Kra. The Lema Kra is part of the response to the questions that are raised. So now we continue. Ulamandi Omar Milahechalo. According to the, Tanak- the Tanakama who darshan that posuk, and especially if you work within the opinion of Reish Lakish that there's a point of difference so according to the Manda Omar the Darshan Lehechalo which uh, according to Reish Lakish meant even a Goses is Mitama what do you do with the Pasuk that says Bemosam which would have meant which would have meant total death and so the Gemara says Mi Boyale Rebbe the Tanakama needs the bemosam for Rebbe's teaching. Uh, ironically, it's, a, we'll say, another teaching of Rebbe. The Sanya, Rebbe, Omer, bemosam, eno mitame, avomitame, benigosam, ubezivosam. Rebbe says that the Nazir and Kohen are warned against defilement to the dead, but there is no prohibition of a Nazir or a Kohen to experience defilement through contact with a zav, or in fact other kinds of, of nigosam, is there ubezivasam? The rosh on the fourth line under the toisvus says avol mitamahu bezivo ubenigoyim imhoya oviv zav o mitzora. The nazir and kohen are not warned against exposing themselves to uh, the tuma of. Uh, the, of, the, of his father, if he's a Zav, or he is a Mitzora. The only prohibition is death, death defilement. We continue in the Gemara. Ulaman Omar Bemoisam, the opinion that Darshan Bemoisam to the end, to the exclusion of the Goses, Homi Bayalela Hai Svara. Does he not need it for this point that the Azhora, the warning against defilement, is only with regard to defilement of the dead, not uh, Negoyim and Ziva? So the Gemara says, basically, you're right. However, in Cain, if the Pasuk was only for the exclusion of defilement of dead, it could have said Bemos. My bemosum, from the fact that the word is expanded into this form, bemosum, shamas mino tarti. I can learn both points, namely uh, exclusion of goses and that the uh, warning against defilement is limited to defilement concerning the dead. 
According to the approach taken by Rebbe, that Darshan Bemosam, which according to Reish Lakish, we saw that meant only when actually dead and not in the throes of death, but does the Pusik not say Lehechalo, which would imply that even a Goseis does impart Tumah? So the Gemara says, no. Lehechalo lahachihu da'asa. The Lehechalo word comes to t- teach me the following. Bemi she'eno mechulol. That there is a warning against the Tumah regarding someone who has not yet been defiled. This is in accordance with the sugi that we saw on a, in Adaf Membeis in our previous year. Someone who, let us say, was holding a corpse, was attached to a corpse, and he was handed a second corpse and touched the second corpse. There is no prohibition against his touching the second corpse while he's already touching while he's still touching the first corpse, that's called a person that's he's in the midst of Tumah, then there's no uh, uh, additional penalty for him touching a second uh, corpse. So, Lehechalo is used to teach me that point. Ulaman diomar mi Lehechalo, according to the t- approach taken by the Tanakama that said, even a Goseis, does he not need lehechalo for this point? The point we just made of So the answer is If the posik was needed for only one point, it could have said The fact that the word is expanded into that form, shamas tarti. I can learn both points. Namely, that even a goseis is metama, and the exclusion of the penalty of someone who is mechul v'oymet. Meisvei. Odom eno metama eloat shetetze nafsho. V'afilu meguyod v'afilu goseis. So here we have a Tanaic source that says that there is no tumor, there's no death defilement that's radiated until there's actual departure of soul. Even if the if the victim happens to be good, he happens to be cut up, and uh, he's missing limbs, and he's in you can see he's not going to live very long, or he's in the throes of death. According to the opinion that said even a goseis is metame, that was Reish Lakish's approach taken above. Well, Hakatoni Deino metame. Here we have a Tanaic source that says a goseis is not metame. So, so the Gemara explains the Indian Tamuye Adenafkenafshe. In fact, when it comes to uh, the uh, projection of death defilement, then only upon soul departure. However, the Indian Aschuli Ha Israel. However, concerning the other prohibition of Lo Yechalel, not to profane your sanctity. There, even a goseis creates that uh, profaning. Slight correction, uh, not the lo yichalel, but rather the love, the negative command of lo yitamo baal b'amov lehechalo. That being a, considered a separate uh, offense, and that is violated when exposed to a goseis. But as far as tumas meis is concerned, 
with uh, all of its uh, requirements. We know that Tumas Mace entails a seven-day purification period and the sprinkling of Poraduma water. That sets in only with actual soul departure. We continue at the top of Omid Bey's. Before we get into the Gemara text itself, we have a no say a topic heading. Dino Shorav Chisto Omarav. Now in Gemara itself we've noted Rav with a firebox because this is an opinion that will carry us through till Daf Mem Dalid, Omid Aleph, uh, upper quarter of the page where the Mishnah appears. So we have one Shita that's going to be the focus of our attention, hence the firebox marking. So his din states, Afapi, and we're reading on the side of the Gemara, Afapi Shekain Hedyot Mutter Litame Loviv, Eno Mitame Loi Imnechsame Evorov. Even though a common Kohen upon the death of his father is allowed to defile himself, to participate in his funeral, to bury him, etc., nevertheless, if that, if that Kohen's father is missing part of his body, it's not a complete body, the Kohen is not allowed to defile to him, even though it's his father. The Gemara, top line of Omid Beis, Omar Rav Chizd Omar Rav, Niktal Roishoi Shel Oviv, Eino Mitamelo. If a Kohen's father, which is one of the seven relatives that a Kohen is allowed to defile to, nevertheless, if his uh, body is missing its head, it's nikta, it's cut off, the head is cut off, the coin is not allowed to metame to the father. My taima, what is the basis of this? Omar Kro, the Pesach says, li'oviv, bizman shu sholem, the coin is allowed to metame li'oviv, as is stated in the Pesach, that is only when he is complete, below bizman shu chaser, and not when he is missing. We look at Rashi at the top, Omar of Chizdon, Nikta Rosh even if the head happens to be placed by the side of the body, since the head has been removed, Eno Mitame, the coin is not allowed to defile himself. The and we darshan from that posuk the word laoviv bismanshu shalem shalom nispardu evarov zemizeh when he is complete when the limbs have not separated one from the other velozmanshu choser kagonzeshin nikta rosho as uh, and, and not allowed in a case like this where the head has been removed. Now, as we go on in the Gemara, you'll notice uh, quite a few triangles appearing in alternating directions. Under our Mivneh heading, we indicate the triangles a Ma'akav, with the point facing upwards, Kushisarav and the inverted triangle, Shuvos. And this marking scheme does continue till Memdalad of an Aleph. So we start with a question, Omalei Rav Hamnuna, Elo Me'ata. Well, if that be the case... Uh, father and son are walking along in an, in an area. The name of a place is Paxa. It's a valley. It's the name of a place where there happen to be lots of bandits. And they were attacked. And they uh, decapitated the father's head. 
uh, are you going to say then that the son cannot bury his father? The son that is a coin. Are you going to say then that the son cannot defile himself to the father? Because uh, it's a it's a Kohen, uh, Kohen's father that, uh, that whose uh, head is missing, is separated from the body. Oh, my So, uh, he answers, Mace Mitzvah Karmas, are you describing the case of the Mace Mitzvah? Well, Hashto Yeshlomer Bachrini Machayv, a Mace Mitzvah is essentially, as the Gemara will explain a little bit later, essentially is a uh, a body that's found along the way that there is no one around to bury. If that be the case, a Kohen and a Nozir as well, even a Kohen Godol, are allowed, are re- allowed or required to take care of his burial. So what you're describing is father and son walking along in Pax of the Arvis, so it's a May Smitzvah. And uh, and what do we know about a mace mitzvah? Mind you, uh, a kohen or a nozir sees a stranger lying by the side of the road. Achrini meaning a non-relative. They are bound to bury them, which of course entails defiling to them. The aviv lo kol shekain. If it's the the, the the kohen's father, all the more so he has to take care of the body's uh, burying. The Gemara asks, "Vahai mace mitzvah? Is this, in fact, a mace mitzvah case?" Tanya, mitzvah. What is a mace mitzvah? Kol she'ain lo koivrim. Any body that there is no one to take care of its burial. Korei v'achirim oyenoisoi. If uh, figuratively the the body could call out, and uh, other and, and others would rush to its burial. Ain't there mace mitzvah? That's not an example of a mace mitzvah. The hall is lay bra, and here you have the son that was walking along with his father. Now, Tosus adds very importantly that so what? There's the son. Uh, uh, so the Tosus says, since uh, there is the son there, he can go and hire others who will take care of the burial of of this uh, father. Who uh, whose head is separated? So, in light of the fact that it's the son that was walking along with the father, the son is quite capable of going out and hiring others. The Gemara explains, not so. Kevan de Kazabuurcha, since they were going on the road, Kamishain lo Kovrim Domi. It's as if there are no other burial bury barriers. Uh, grave diggers that are around. It's a, a lone road, and just the son is there. He's not going to find anyone else to bury. So, this is no less than a standard case of mace mitzvah. And because of that, the uh, the Kohen or the Nozir would be uh, allowed, uh, required to bury this individual, even though the head is separated from the body. So, on the grounds of Mace Mitzvah, yes, but not on the grounds of this being the Kohen's father. And as, as Rav said above, when the head is separated from the body or a limb is missing from the body, the Kohen's license to defile based on this being his relative is non-existent. Mace 
the Pasuk says, Lo Yitama. And once again, this is a Pasuk found in the context of the Kohen and relatives to whom he is allowed to metame. And we darshan as follows, Lo Hu Metama Ve'eno Metama Le'vorel. When she is complete, the Kohen is allowed to metame to his relative. When uh, how, when, however, a limb is separated, that's v'einu matamalevorel means that if, let's say, a kohen's sister had her arm amputated, so he cannot metame, he can't bury the arm. This is, a, let's say, a function of the fact that a kohen is not allowed to defile himself to a limb that was amputated from his father while alive. That's the end of the source, as you can see. What does that mean? Does it not mean that if uh, the relative is missing a little bit, they are, the Kohen is allowed to defile himself. And likewise to a Kohen, whose father is missing and is not complete, the Kohen is allowed to defile himself. That's a problem for Rav Chista's Omar Rav. Loi, it's not a problem for Rav Chista Omar Rav. Hahi Rabbi Yehudahi. This source, the source we just read, that said that a person's entitled, a Kohen is entitled to defile himself to a relative, though a part of the body is missing, that is a Tanaic opinion, a limited Tanaic opinion, and that, that of Rebbe Yehuda. The Sanya, Rebbe Yehuda Omer, Lo Yitamo, Vieno Mitama Le'evoreha. A Kohen is entitled to, is allowed to Mitama to his relative when they are uh, in, in their death, but not to not to defile themselves to one of the limbs. And the girsa of Rashi that we've written in between the lines, the fishein odamitame al etzem kisaoro meoviv. A person is not allowed. A kohen is not allowed to defile himself to a bone of his father, Aval, uh, a bone that measures the size of a barley grain, which, in general. Uh, imparts Tumas Mesif upon Mago Master touching it or carrying it, not Ba'ohel, however. Aval who choser al etzem kisora me'oviv. So this is a teaching of Rebuta, and it says Aval choser al etzem kisora me'oviv, and that is explained by Rashi that you have a situation where the where the uh, body is uh, almost complete, but uh, a little bone is missing from it. So if the main body is intact, he's allowed to bury, to defile himself to the, to the majority of the body that's there. And if a little piece is missing, he can even go and seek that out because he has defiled himself to the main body. So we see that Rabbi Huda enables a Kohen to defile himself to a relative, for example, to his father, even if a part is missing. But Rav Chista Amarav, that we saw at the top of the page, said a law that is based on those that argue with Rabbi Yehuda, those that are more restrictive.
The Gemara asks, "Vahatanya Rav Kahana, Rabelazar ben Yaakov." Rav Kahana taught a, a brisa that was authored by Rabelazar ben Yaakov that reads as follows: "Lo yitama, vieno mitama leevorim." A coin is allowed to mitama to her, to one of his close relatives, an unmarried sister, to his mother, that type of relative, one of the seven relatives, but not to their limbs. Well, pratli kezayis minames, this ena metamaleforum comes to the exclusion of a an olive quantity of of corpse flesh, u kezayis netzel, an olive quantity of, uh, of um, corpse decomposition, umlo tarvid rekev, Motarvid is a measure, it's a, a type of spoon, a spoonful of rekev of decomposition. Yocholo Yatama Lishedra Could it be that there's a tumor restriction even to the relative's uh, complete spine or uh, skull or majority of uh, let's say skeletal frame robe binyana is the let's say the two uh, uh, thigh bones and uh, and an arm bone which uh, taken into consideration constitutes the majority of a person's height or the robe binyana assuming that there are uh, let's say 250 bones in a, per, in a, in a person's body so uh, 100 and let's say uh, 248 bones uh, so 125 would be the majority so uh, that's rove mignona the majority of uh, of the number of bones they're very small bones in the body as well so is is a coin not allowed to metama to these uh, situations the the spine or the skull or the majority of the height uh, or the majority of the bones well, Kishu Omer v'yomarta alehem hoisif lo hakosuf tuma acheres. From the fact that these words appear in the pasuk dealing with the kohen, it allows an additional type of tuma meaning even to these things. So not only to a uh, a, a body that's relatively complete, that's relatively whole, but even to these we call significant bones. The kohen is allowed to metame. We continue at the top of Memdal and Omer Aleph. Yochol lo yitame l'shedra u'lugolos l'rov binyono u'lurov minyono shel achirim. Could it be that uh, only to his sister, as the Pesuk said when it says lo yitamo, that's a reference to his sister. Maybe it's only to his sister that he has this uh, leniency of defilement, but not regarding the spine, uh, skull, and majority of binyan and binyan of other relatives, the other six close relatives. The Gemara says, well, that's not so. Amris ma'achoso miuchedes shegufa tolui bo umetama l'shedra l'gogolis ularov minyona ularov minyona just like when it comes to the sister. The person's body, her body is dependent on the spine, on the skull. These are the main parts of the body and we see that the Kohen is allowed to metame, to defile to his sisters Shedra, Gugolas, etc. Afkol, Shegufo, Toluibo so to any of the other six close relatives 
Metama l'shedro l'gulgeles u'lerov binyano l'erov binyano. We speak about the other relatives, of course, father is included. But what we have here is a, a question. This is all part of a question. Before, in order to defend Rav Kizimarav, we said, well, this idea of a, a, partially, a, 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 a partially incomplete body is grounds for defilement. Uh, that's only Rav Yudah. But here we see, it's not just Rav Yudah. We see that uh, Rav Lozabrenyaikov says the same thing. So this uh, becomes a problem once again for Rav Kizimarav. The Gemara answers, Ha'i nami Rav he. The teaching that Rebbe Lozer ben Yankiv cited was a teaching based on the opinion of Rebbe Yehuda. For Rav, the Omar Ki Hai Tana. And Rav, who was quoted by Rav Chista, Rav is following a different Tanaic opinion. Desanya. And here we'll see the basis for Rav's stringency, namely the prohibition of Tuma, even though you're dealing with a close relative, if the body is missing something. What does it say here? An incident involving the death of Rabbi Tzolo Kakoin's father. And Ginzak is the name of a place. They told Rabbi Tzolo about his father's demise three years later. The question was brought to Rabbi Yeshua and four additional sages. Can the Rebbe Tzodek and the son, who's a Kohen, can he uh, defile himself to the father to bring him from Ginzak to the family burial plot. The Omru, and they ruled, La'aviv, quoting the Posse, La'aviv. Bizman shu shalem, velo bizman shu Naturally, you can see how we've dashed, underlined, highlighted the main point. The, uh, the entitlement of a Kohen to, to, to defile himself to his father or one of the other close relatives the, is only if they are complete, not if they are missing something. And a body, uh, having been interred for three years, now they want to move it, you can rest assured it's not complete anymore. And therefore, he, Rabbi Tzodek, could not metame himself to it. And that is the basis for Rav's ruling. With that, we conclude our Shior for today.